I don't even know how to start. Like, do Either. I say hello? Welcome. Should, wait, do you actually want me to just introduce it? No, I that'd do be, not. No, because that'd, be that'd be a fucking plot twist. Everyone would be like, wait, what? No, no, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can do my I can do my <laughs> voice for the ride at work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'm right, very talking. Yeah. Right, cool. Cool. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Music Bleachers. Joining me today, we've got Denim Saxby. Hey, Denim, how's it going? What's up, sexy people? How are we today? That wasn't actually it. Don't worry. I oh fuck! Damn it. That was cool. <laughs> nah. I'm, that's my work voice. Only eight-year-olds and other dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> Not the world. Um, <laughs> Oh, nah, okay. fuck it. We can get rolling with that. Um, joining me today on the Music Bleachers is Denim. How's it going? Good, good. How are we going, Callum? Yeah. Nah, all right. All right. This has been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has. It has. Ever since I started talking about doing this podcast like eight, nine months ago. Yeah. Said, speaking of bleachers, I've been on the sideline with the sign being like, I believe in you. You got it. It's been very, it's been very helpful. And <laughs> the belief is, you know, look where we are now on episode Whoa. four. All I'm You're saying is I should, I should have been number two, but that's that's cool. Well, Joji hadn't put his album out by that's then. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We did, we did, we did put this aside, didn't we? Well, he did. Ha- he was expected to have it out in like July, but he pushed it yeah. back because of COVID. 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 Um, yeah. Right, so Kobe. today, <laughs> today we'll be talking about Joji's highly anticipated new album, Nectar, which was released on the 25th of September this year. Oh boy, this was. Highly anticipated. If I've said that three times already, that's how. That's just that's so the only, you know. Yeah. That is the only term you can use to talk about it, though. Like we have all just been on the edge of our seats, waiting for like, like you know that that meme where it's like, um, finally some good fucking content. The Gordon Ramsay one, legit. That's just how it felt. The the, the at twelve a.m. when I got that notification saying your 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 pre order is available. I was just like, oh, finally Absolutely. some good fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, because Joji um, has been, I don't know, a key part of, I'm going to say sad boy culture for 100%. about two years. 100%. Um, that started oh, with his first EP, um, but I think really became popular with his first album, Ballads 1, which was released 26th of October, 2018. Bang on. Yep. This was just such a, I'm going to say a good album. It was very good. I feel like that's a good place to start with it. Like, I yeah. feel like with a lot of albums, when you when you when you when you talk about like your first impressions and stuff, you're like, eh, like I'm gonna need to come back to it. But for me, I remember like getting to the end of the album and being like, this is a good album. That's a, that's a perfect way of describing it. Off first base, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Because it wasn't like there was there was some great great tracks on that mm, album. Some of my favorites. Absolutely. Um, speaking of favorites, we've got. Mm. Um, some great starter songs like Test Drive, Yeah Right, XNXX, mm. and the godly Slow Dancing in the Dark. I have cried too many times for that song. Too many times. Um, <laughs> just for everyone listening at home, um, Slow Dancing in the Dark might be one of my favorite songs of all time. Easily top 10. Like it's just, it is so, so good. Please give it a listen. Especially if you're in the mood for a cry, because it'll get you there. Yeah. If you've never heard it before, just go out, get your heart broken, go home, get a glass of red, put that song on and just just feel it all. Just just Yeah, for sure. Just feel it all. My mate cued this at uh drinks one night. Um, oh. Harry, if you're listening to this, get I still 
<laughs> it was it was 7 p.m. Why were you playing Slow Dancing in the Dark at 7 p.m.? Let's even have we'd a basic kick on. Like <laughs> we'd been drinking for three hours. I was like, I'm not ready to cry yet. Fuck, I need a bit longer. <sighs> Any standout songs for you off that album or the EP? Um, look for me. I feel like my most underrated and arguably favorite Joji song still to this day is Wanted You. Um, I feel like it was so refreshing hearing him do something different than like the SoundCloud um, music he'd been doing so far. And then um, like, I'm a massive, massive fan of In Tongues, but hearing him take on that kind of like, I don't even know if you call it indie rock, but kind of like rock sound, like it was very refreshing. And and then hearing his vocals actually come out the way they had, especially, you know, I think one of you is like just after Slow Dancing. And so to have like two songs back to back that were, you know, so impressive vocally was yeah that was that was a that was yeah. a big thing um and then obviously um tom from from the soundcloud days um i just yeah that 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 was that was the song that got me onto him and it holds a very special place in my heart and i don't know i think that weirdly enough considering how massive she is i'm surprised this is the case but that's actually what made me like ariana grande so fun fact there you go fair enough <laughs> Um, and I mean, yeah, if you look at especially wanted you this, I don't want to say step up, but like the change, I suppose, in music from wanted you on his first album compared to like world star money interlude at the end of the EP. Yeah. Yeah. That is the tone tonal shift is just so major. Yeah. But it's still like essential Joji. Yes. hundred percent, hundred percent. And it was, it was good to hear him kind of establish a sound for himself outside of that lo-fi hip hop that he was kind of being associated with like i remember back in the day you would look up you know there was that video like how to make a joji song and it was like him like banging about pots and pans like it was it was very refreshing hearing him come out of that that shell like yeah for sure Hmm. yeah so um here to talk about nectar um this album uh yep i think we'll just start talking about it i suppose is Get to get to track one. <laughs> we'll get to track one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this album was initially meant to be released on the same day as Lime Cordial's second album. So I was very prepared in like June for a massive July day, but then it got pushed back because of COVID. I'm yep. not mad about it considering the quality of the album. And it is yep. an 18-track album. That's quite yes, large. Yes, yeah. What I find interesting though is that like it was 18 tracks in the pre-order, which was set for then, and it was 18 tracks now. Like I'd love to know what was modified in that time frame like it, i think it'd be fascinating to hear you know the original take on it but yeah i'm glad they yeah, i'm glad sure. they took the time like yeah yeah because i know there's some songs that are real standouts on here and i think mm. potentially yeah. that extra time might have helped get them there because there's also a yes. few that, not many but a few that are a bit meh yeah yeah we'll get to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well we'll start with track number one which is ooh. Ugh. yeah oh what a fucking way to start this album oh my god i remember trying to figure out why he had named it that and then having a shower after listening to that song and just feeling ill and i was like oh i get it now like it hurts (laughs) i thought it was really good that he started off with like his sad boy vibes and he the intro is just so good the lyrics are great um i'd almost call it like an epilogue to test drive or slow dancing yeah, and I, it's interesting because you look at the the videos they've done so far, and they're almost trying yeah. to connect test drive. So it's it's interesting to to almost yeah, as you're saying, kind of have that bridging point. Like, yeah, for sure. And I think it just it's such a strong start to the album. And I every time I listen to it, I'm like, I just you you really get 
Chilled. kind of where he wanted to go yeah with this album yeah i remember um first playing it when the pre-order had fully downloaded and you know i was thinking it was just going to be this really like low-key piano track and it was just going to you know fade into the second song and then that that i don't even i don't want to call it drop because you say drop and you think edm and like bangers yeah. but that drop it just oh it hits you <laughs> it really does <laughs> it really do yeah a lot of this album is aiming for your feels. I think yeah. it's it's almost like I don't want to say chasing what it's it's chasing the highs from ballads one, mm. and I think a lot of the time it lands it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think ooh, great start. My thing, and I'll, I'll get to it later on, but I do think like it's a perfect way to kind of introduce the the concept which I'll, I'll talk about when we get to towards the end but like yeah my idea for what i think the concept of the album is i think you'll hit the nail on the head in terms of like laying the, the pavement for that like yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah but great song great great brilliant chef's kiss <laughs> big love <laughs> um all right moving on track two modus mm. low key yep very low key track. Um, it's a, it's a quintessential song for the album to me. Like I can't listen to the album and not listen to it. Yeah. But I kind of find myself having it fade into the background a bit, which, considering the vocal runs in it, I kind of feel like was the idea. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, I remember the first time I listened to it, um, I kind of just skipped over it a bit because I was like, oh yeah, mm. it's fine, whatever. Um, but the chorus. The chorus hits just yeah. so and just really elevates the emotion yep. of the song. And I think, because like if you listen to the start, you're kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, eh. yeah. But I feel like literally you hit that chorus and then the second half of the song just brings it home. And it just, yeah, just as you said, such an essential part to the album. Yeah. It's, it kind of reminds me a bit as well of um, Plastic Taste, how that kind of started oh, off, yeah, yeah. started off a bit low key. And then towards the end, it really does kind of build up like, yeah, For sure. yeah. Big fan. It's really good. <laughs> Hasn't made its way onto a lot of playlists yet because I feel like it just suits uh, the album so well. Yes, yeah, yeah. As I said, it's a very quintessential Nectar song, but it's not a yeah. quintessential Joji song by any means for me. Like, no way, no. no. And I feel like that might actually be a, the case with a lot of these tracks is mm. in the terms of what Joji's produced album-wise, almost yep. everything hits. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. if you were to take them away and just have them as... I don't know, singles or mid playlist, it might fall to the back of kind of like the quality wagon. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like a lot of my favorite songs on here to me would stand as singles. Like, yeah. And and I think that's definitely, as you were saying, like the objective is have those really like power pop songs, like those, those big songs. And then everything else kind of just creates like a world around it. Like, yeah, legit. That's it. Mm. And in that respect, he's done well. Yeah. hundred percent. Nail on the head. Yeah. All right, moving on. Track three, TikTok. I love this song. Huh. This is one of my favorites. Oh, no. <laughs> I like, okay, so Wes Wanee, the guy who produced it, um, I've been following him on SoundCloud since, I want to say, year nine, so 2014. Yeah. And, like, I, I, it sounded so familiar when I was listening to it. And then finding that out just made so much sense to me. And like, I, if if you would ask me if I could hear any artist on a West One and E um, beat, it would be Joji. Like, and yeah. I, I I love hearing how he takes the song and how it's so multi-layered. 
and then there's one style in the song like and then he starts doing the you know the 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 standard pitch vocals and then that fades into that really screechy you know auto-tune drenched like chorus like yeah Yeah. i don't know i I love everything about that song like i feel like you don't know disagreeance of the of the um episode oh okay Um, Spill the, the tea. intro the intro is a bit odd to me and like now that you've now that i've heard you say it's because of that producer yep that makes a lot more sense because it's definitely it stands out on the album but i yep. personally don't think it stands out in a good way right um, once we part like mosey over that intro the rest of the song is fine it's all right but to me it's one of those bottom songs on the album yeah and i would not play it outside of the album Okay, look, I'll I'll say this, and I think I think this is this is the most I'll say about my idea behind behind the concept so far. But to me, I think a lot of the album centers around dealing with the fame that he found from Ballads One. Yeah, for and sure. so I don't know if he meant to or not, but I take it as though TikTok is a reference to time going past, but also TikTok. Yeah, and so hearing him. It's almost like it's him responding to slow dancing almost being made a meme. And that's why I think when he's saying TikTok heavy, like a brink, it's so deep and so gritty because it's almost yeah. like frustration with it, but then you can't be mad at it because it's brought you all this fame. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Like, uh, yeah. no, I get what you mean. Number one um, TikTok fan club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Like, I get, um, like, as we've said twice already, and we will keep saying throughout this entire podcast, um, it fits very well in the Ooh. album. Um, I yep. think, like, I really like the step up from, like, Ooh and Modus, and especially leading into Daylight and those um, coming, like, um, more upbeat songs. Mm. I feel it works well in, like, gradually boosting us up there. Okay. It's just, it's not for me. It's like, yep. it's fine. I feel I need to say that. It is fine. It is yeah. not a bad song. But it's, it's just not, not one that's made the playlist. No. That's fair. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Disagreement number one. This is good. This is a good start. Of, of a few. <laughs> of a few. Of a few. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to track four, "Daylight" featuring Diplo. Uh, this was a single. This was the the last single. Sixth of sixth of August. Sorry, yeah. it was yeah. released. What are your thoughts? I want you to go first. All right. When <laughs> I first heard this, I was like, huh? "Um, it's just, I'm I'm a big fan." I yep. really like it. Were you a big um, fan of First Listen? First Listen, I was like, ooh, what is this? Like, this is a bit different for him. And I think that ha- that definitely had something to do with Diplo. Yeah. Um, second Listen, I was like, yep, yeah, I'm here. This is great. It just it just sounds so different to what he's been typecast as producing. Yeah. And I feel like this was a good step to say, like, he's more than that. It, and I feel like it's what you're saying as well, dealing with the fame. It's like, I'm not staying to what I've yeah. been cast it as i am not filthy frank i'm not pink guy <laughs> i am a talented musician watch me do other things i had someone the other night bring up joji and i was like oh no oh no five four three two one he's like did you know it used to be filthy frank i'm like oh yes fun fact liam found out today <laughs> we can separate the shocked. two we don't need to talk about one and talk about the other like I don't know. Oh, I, don't ignore, I, I ignore. Oh, dude, I used to watch Filthy Frank. Don't get me wrong, but like, I just don't get anything out of, you know, speaking about the two in the same sentence. It's just like, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, look, I'll I'll say this. As you said when you first heard it, you were like, "Ooh," for me, I was like, "Ooh," like, yeah, because you messaging me about it. Mm, 
it, it, it grew on me over time and it's actually probably one of my favorites now. Like one of, one of my more favorite ones. Um, and I think it's, it, it was a really slow burner for me, but once I kind of grasped what the song was trying to get at and like where they were taking the instrumental and such, that was where it really grew on me. And then I remember listening to, it's not a great album, but Diplo's recent album, it's like really country based. Yeah. And I remember listening to that and hearing some of the songs off that and then coming back to Daylight and I was like, I get it. It's not it's not, you know, Joji featuring the same Diplo who made Where Are You Now? It's it's Joji featuring a Diplo who's trying to, you know, establish himself in like a different realm of music, which I can definitely yeah, appreciate. Yeah. Like and yeah, sure. the album de- the sorry not the album, the, the song definitely grew on me. Um it just yeah. took a bit, but I love it I love everything about it now. Like the, the instrumentation's very concise i love the vocal mixing yeah. um i think that was one thing that got me at first was i th- i thought maybe his vocals could go for a bit more eqing and kind of blend in a bit more but then when you listen to the instrumental you kind of understand that like it's almost deliberately that way like it's nice hearing him sound so present on the song like especially when you listen to the lyrics as well like yeah big fan big oh fan. yeah no you get that yeah. yeah yeah all right track five upgrade this was one of the shorter songs on the album, only like a minute 20. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, I like his interludes. I've never not liked yeah. a Joji interlude. I just wish that, that that song had just been called Upgrade Interlude. I um, think that would, yeah. I, yeah. I think I think it would help the pacing of the album a bit more if it was stated that it was an interlude because that's, that's what it is. Like, And it beautifully transitions into where the album goes. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's... Well, even like if you were to title it "Upgrade Interlude," you could. There's definitely some tweaking to be done, and I feel like yes, if you yeah, cut thirty yeah. seconds off it and yeah. you twist it a bit, it would have been perfect. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to say it's wasted space because it it has a purpose. It mm. successfully achieves it. It just should have been more of an yeah, yeah. Go on, it's go fine. on. Sorry, no, that was it. I was just yeah. say, it's fine. Mm. <laughs> Best not spend too long talking about. It. <laughs> Good interlude. Um, <laughs> Very sonically yeah, pleasing. <laughs> Just, yeah. 30 seconds short, I reckon you're banging on with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Track six, Gimme Love, which was another single released on the 16th of April this year. Very, very catchy. Yeah. I love this song. I it's, Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it feels like, it, like the first half feels like everything you kind of grew to love about tracks like Can't Get Over You. Um, oh, yeah. And then the, the second half is that, you know, like I feel like this song could have been on Ballads One. Yeah, no, I agree because yeah, I was um, what I've got down is just like the slower part of the song literally hits halfway and it just cuts, and yeah, I feel like that's what really makes it for me. Yeah, um, it appears as such like an upbeat, happy song as well. Yeah, and like Joji just comes out of nowhere. He's like, "Here, this is a very like <laughs> upbeat, catchy song. Watch me place sad lyrics in it." Ha-ha. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 very like if 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 bipolar was a song, it'd be this. Like, <laughs> like it, it it goes from such a manic high. Like it feels like you're so frantic trying to like quickly get your room clean and and you know get the car clean because you know your, your parents are coming back after you've trashed the place and then you know the parents come in and you're too late. Like it's it's so night and day. It sounds like, like experience for you. <laughs> been there, done that. Been there, done that. Been there, done yeah. that. It's almost like the manic cleaning of your yes. room because you're like, I need to have a small time sad boy breakdown in a clean room. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's like if I play "Give Me Love," I know I've got a minute and a half to clean the shit out of my room 
before I can put my blue lights on and have a sit down. But yeah, before the before the second part comes in, you start yeah. re- reconsidering <laughs> everything you've done so far in life. Legit. Thanks for thanks for that, Joji. <laughs> Thanks for the the, the yeah fuck thank you. <laughs> Anything else to say about Gimme Love? Um, I think one thing I'll say is I wish it was slightly placed different in the album. Yep. Um, it's I think in the grand scheme of the album, its placement is a little bit odd. Um which is a shame because I think it kind of does slight, like ever so slightly take away from how beautiful the song is. I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's yeah. the only, that's the only negative I'll, I'll say about it. I just think, yeah. No, the, I get that. The placement yeah. is a little bit odd, but yeah. Yeah. No, that great, makes great sense. Song. And then also it's function as a single. Great playlist song. So good. Mm. You don't want to be sad and you want a boppy song. Put this on. That's fine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You get everyone up and about, and then that part comes in. Everyone's like, I need to call my mum and say, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Track seven, Run, which was another single released on the 6th of Feb this year. Hmm. This song is immaculate. Yeah. I think this is arguably my favorite Joji song. I think it it ticks every box you would want as a song, and it then ticks every box you would want as a Joji song. Yeah, and I I don't know when I first heard this song I genuinely did not think Joji was ever capable of doing this kind of song, like it was 100%. so like yeah. You, I want to want to hear your thoughts. It's just I I love this song so much. I feel like as well with like you've seen the cover art for this album. It's like that red light, black shadow. That's what this song is in essence. Like yeah, I've nothing bad to say about it. It's just like. It feel, literally like sometimes when it like when it gets to the chorus and even like um, the first verse where it's like stepping up to the beat, it just feels like it looks into your soul. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, please stop that. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that I really noticed about it. Like, I don't, I don't even know if you, if you'd even need to say like if you've ever had your heart broken. Like, if you've just ever like felt any kind of like long lasting hurt, this song yeah. is just like a, it's like a therapy session. Like, it just. It, it's it's like it just opens up like every wound you've ever had and you're trying to run away from it, but you can't. And it just makes you like face everything front on. But then when that guitar comes in, it's just this liberating like, yeah. you know, like you can't that run away from it. You've got to, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've got nothing bad to say about that that song. Amazing composition too. Like, well, I was in, yeah. involved in the, the mixing and mastering as well. Chef's Kiss. I've never heard Legit. it sound this beautiful on a song like. Yeah, like I remember literally the day it came out, I was on the way to work, um, you know, New Music Friday, queuing all the songs, mm. literally halfway to work and this come this comes on. Mm. I hear like the first like notes and I was like, what is this? Holy shit. Looked at it, mm. realized it was Joji and I was like, no, no, nah, yeah. probably not. Yeah, like I remember because this had come out after, was it after Give Me Love? No, before. It was a few months before. Yeah. No, this was the first thing we had heard from him since Sanctuary, wasn't it? Legit, yeah. And that was so night and day. Like, I remember hearing Sanctuary and being like, oh, okay, this is where he's taking the album. And then Run coming out and I'm like, I have no idea what to expect from the album now. Like, Oh, you've got no clue. Yeah. Mm. But like, once you hear it all together, you're like, oh, obviously this is where, mm. this is what he wanted. This is what he did. This is what he did well. Great and that was job. good too, because it made the, the wait for it so um, entertaining because like... I feel like with ballads, one I'll say 
the singles that came out for that because they 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 seem to come out pretty close to each other but obviously yeah. other than yeah right um you you really understood that it was going to be an album that you know was just a collection of ballads whereas you know when he when he when he was like teasing everything for this album and then you had sanctuary and then this it was like okay a are they going to be on the same album and b if they are yeah. like my, either my man's is really hurt or like he's just leveled up like yeah this was so refreshing and that's what it is like this man took two years and just leveled the hell out of his game which like yeah. i don't know how he did he'd already created slow dancing in the dark which is by far just his greatest song for me mm. um i will say though for slow dance so you, you finish up but then I'll, I'll, I'll say something on that i was just gonna say like oh maybe not favorite song but it's easily top three because i feel like I, I know you're the same, I think. Um, like, association of song and feeling and, like, yeah. you'll have a moment where you, where you have that song yeah. and it's the right moment and you just connect with what you think the artist is trying to portray or you take your own interpretation and it just it fits and sticks with you and it's just, yeah. like, forever on. That's yeah. what your association is. Yeah, I remember, like, I'll say the two, the two songs that I have that most with when it comes to Joji is Attention. Because yeah. that came out, yeah, that came out at a pretty rough time, and then this came out like as I was going through a breakup. Oh, true, yeah, yeah, it was oh, as I was yeah. going through a breakup, and it was like everything was just like it. It, it was like I was. <laughs> it was like it was like my song, and I was like, oh man, like why does this have to? Why does this have to like be yeah. so relevant? Yeah, no, I yeah, Run's got a very special place in my heart. Run is just so good. Yeah. Like, Please, uh, if you take anything away from today, listen to Run. <laughs> listen to Run. Yeah, yeah. So good. Run's the number one song I'll say so far. Definitely listen. Like, Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on, track eight, Sanctuary. Uh, this was his first single for the album, released on the 14th of June, 2019. Uh, a big yes. This is one mm. of my faves. I love this song so much. Yeah. It was, in, yeah, I, I adored this song when it first came out. Um, I th- it was it was so refreshing, especially after Ballads One. Like it was it was yeah. such a you know turning of the page, and his vocals were immaculate. The production was it was nice hearing him outsource to you know some some bigger names. Like I remember reading the production credits, and I can't can't name off the top of my head, but it was like some Max Martin level producers, and like it was it was very interesting knowing that he had actually completely made that step into the the spotlight as like a mainstream singer. Like yeah, for sure. Um, I will say though, it's, it is a little bit jarring hearing it in this album track listing just because it has been out for so long. I remember the first, yeah, I, get I that, had because it's it. a lot closer to, um, a lot closer to Ballads 1 yeah. than the actual album. I, I've got to be honest when, when the song came out, I thought it was, it was designed to be some kind of like epilogue. Like it was, it was some kind of non-album farewell to that like ballads one era of his of his music so yeah. hearing it in this track list i will say i did skim through it a bit the first time i listened to the album in full but listening to the album the second time it fits perfect like especially yeah, after yeah, kind of agree more. Yeah. yeah especially after the heartbreak you, you feel with run like it's it's interesting kind of knowing that the album's not just going to be this this collection of you left me i hate you my life sucks yeah bye like well i don't know if you um had this as well but i remember in like june or something when the track list was re- uh, was revealed on like or like posted or whatever, mm. um, and I remember because Run and Sanctuary were already out, and I remember seeing them straight after each other, and I was like, no, 
You, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, because it was doing. Gimme, yeah, I remember seeing Gimme. Oh, yeah, because it was Gimme Love, then Run, then Patriot. I was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Because they're so they're such different songs, but then you you listen to them all, and it's kind of like it's it's almost like he's put like a crescendo early on in the album to establish that you know this isn't just an album about heartbreak. It's about like love. Like it's yeah, which I th- I think definitely does work in the album's favor, for sure. And as you said before, the production quality of Sanctuary, I think, is, I would say, almost perfect. It is just such a step up for him. And yeah. I, just, I cannot fault it. It's just so good. Yeah, 100%. All right. Moving on to track number nine, High Hopes, featuring Omar Apollo. This is disagreement number two for the album. Yeah. I like Joji on this, on this song. Yeah. Um, I like Omar Apollo when he gets his head out of his ass and realizes that he's a really good singer. I don't like hearing Omar Apollo pretend to be Lil Pump. I like the instrumental. It's not a standout for me. I, I don't dislike the instrumental. Yeah. I'm just super indifferent on this song. Okay. That's fair. But I want to know what you think about it. Cause I know you're a massive Omar Apollo fan. And I remember you telling me you liked this song quite a bit when you were first listening to it. So, yeah. So this is just one of two collabs I absolutely did not expect coming Neither. Uh, from this album. Like the, f- the thought of having Joji and Omar in the same, like same song. No, nah, never crossed my mind. Um, I love it. Like it's just the, I personally feel like the voices complement each other really well in some parts. Yeah. It's just a very, very chill song. It's got a very beautiful um, ending too. I will say that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I like the great. second part of this song a lot more than the first part. Yeah. And I just feel like it's not one that would go on many playlists. No. This is this is going to be, uh, just so everyone knows, this is going to be how we distinguish between like album, <laughs> like great on the album or great, great in terms the- of like music in general. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a massive fan. This is, it's just such a vibey, super, super chill laid back track. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a, I like it. It's not my favorite, but I like it a lot. Hmm. My my one of the biggest things for me was I remember one of my favorite songs of this year was um Imagine You. Yep. Um and I remember seeing the track list and I was like, I have like and it's so ironic considering the name of the song. I had such high hopes for the song. I was like, all right, beautiful. You've got Joji going in his pop bag, you're gonna get Omar Apollo on his R and B bag, you know, they're gonna have this beautiful collab, it's gonna be this like back and forth, like duet or something like that. Yeah. And, I, and then the song came out and it's just really low key song. And I can appreciate it in the sense that you could tell he really wanted to make an album album. Like he, he, he knew it fit in his envisioning of the album. Like I can appreciate that. I just, it's, it's my first miss. I'll say that. All right. But no, that makes sense. I, I don't, it. I don't skip it. I've skipped yeah, it I... once, but I don't skip it by default. Like, yeah. Well, because I think, yeah, Kamikaze had come out, like I think a week before this album had dropped and I was Mm. so keen to like listen to Omar's new stuff. And I like remembered that um, this collab was happening and I was so keen, as you said, high hopes. Mm. Um, No, I'm still like, I understand. It's not, I know it's not the greatest album on the, the greatest song on the album. And I know in theory, it could be so much better. Or it just feels like I understand that it feels like it's missing yeah. something, but I'm perfectly okay with it. Yeah, look, I shouldn't I, be, but I if, absolutely am. Yeah, if anyone if anyone told me that they love this song, if anyone told me it's their favorite song on the album, that I might question. But if anyone said they yeah. love this song, that's completely understandable. Like, 
I, I am I am so understanding that someone might love this this song a, a hell of a lot more than I do. It's just yeah, it's not yeah. No, I get that. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, this song I did a bit of research before this. This song has so much hate from critics. Um, and literally everyone has said, "I hope so." Well, that's ironic. Um, no, I'm a I'm a fan. I like it. Wait, is this so one... the general public doesn't like the song? No, that was critics. I don't know oh. about general. Um, Damn. I feel like it's. I feel like it's one of those songs that it'll be a fifty-fifty like love hate. Yeah. Um, split, but I feel like a lot more fans will like this than critics because like production-wise, it's very very simple. Yeah, I, I think I'll end up coming back to it the way I ended up coming back to "Can't Get Over You." I hated that song when it first came out, which was so really? bizarre wow. because I love Joji. I love Clams Casino. I've been listening yeah. to it since my brother showed me him in 2015. I like, I should have loved that album, that, that song, sorry. And then I, you know, I should have loved this song. And I think that's why I think I might end up coming back around to it. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's a fan song. Like it's, you could tell he For was sure. like, All right, I'll get a really popping artist and I'll kind of surprise you. We won't do what you think you're going to get from us. And I think it's, I reckon it's going to be like a Joji cult classic down the line. Oh, hundred percent. I'm already, full <laughs> that. like I, I'm such a big fan and I feel, yeah. I almost feel like, um, like, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't love it. No, 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 I you just, should. You should. Yeah. Yeah. It's your kind of song. Maybe it's because good. it's, maybe it's because like I'm indie. I don't know. Not <laughs> really good taste in music <laughs> and mad playlist. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm a bit crazy. Nah, not at all. Not at all. All right, moving on. Track ten, Nitrous. Very indie pop. Mm. Um, kind of a fan. I kind of feel the same way about it as I do. Upgrade. A hundred percent. I literally wrote that down. Yeah. I was like, this and yeah, upgrade my, are my, the same. My note is same as upgrade. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I like a lot of things about it. Um, and when you listen to the album in full, you gotta let it play. Hundred percent, you gotta let it play. Um, exactly. Yeah. I just think it could have gone for being a bit shorter because two minutes feels a bit too short for it. Yeah. Um, anything longer would have been tedious. I think any a bit shorter would have been bang on. Yeah, I feel like this again should have been another interlude. Yeah. Um, I quite like it because I feel like it's very much um, more in the range of like more in the realm of like indie pop than the rest of the album is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, lyrics are a bit simple as well, which is fine. Mm. We support I, simple lyrics on this channel. I, w- I will. <laughs> <on this> ch- <laughs> I will say um, it does feel a bit cheap considering "Can't Get Over You" did the same thing better. Yep. No. Yeah, that makes. I sense. think if you were making your own fan like track list, I think you could pretty easily sub this out for "Can't Get Over You," and you got a bit of a better album. Oh uh, no! I no? I disagree with you there. No, I wouldn't do that. Really? No. Okay. I, I don't like Can't Get Over You as much as uh, the general Joj fan base. I thought you loved that song. No. What? I thought you loved Can't Get Over You. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. No. Yeah, that's a wet off my shoulders. I can, I can openly say that I'm not the biggest fan of that song. Cool. <laughs> Why did you think I liked it? I don't know. I just, I remember when we would, yeah, hang on. Oh, yeah, right. Damn. I always no. had it in my head that you liked it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please get that out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't associate me with subpar Joji music, please. <laughs> but okay, so then, yeah, then you know how I feel about this song. Like, it's, you know, I wouldn't take Can't Get Over You out of Ballads 1. I wouldn't take this out of this album. 
it I just... would take it out of balance one. Okay. <laughs> I, have some, I have some thoughts. We'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. <laughs> yeah, look, we might have a mini episode about Ballads 1 because I feel I'm like it needs it. I'm keen on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it Nectar 0.5. Because I've, I've, I've got a lot of stuff to say about Ballads 1. Yeah. I, know, I know you know that. Yeah. But yeah, Nitrous, nothing negative to say about it. No. I just don't have that much praise to say about it. It's just it's just fine. Ballpaper music, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, track 11, Pretty Boy featuring Lil Yachty. I want you to go first. I don't have a heap to say about this, mm-hmm. but I remember, yeah, as I saw, when I saw the um, track release and I saw Lil Yachty, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep. But surprisingly, enjoyable listen. Mm. Like, off- it's way better than it should be, or yep. than it sounds like it is. Off the dome, I'll say Lil Yachty surprised me massively. Oh, for sure. Um, I loved that Joji somehow managed to get Lil Yachty to sound like his old stuff. Because if yeah. you, I don't know if you listen to anything from Lil Yachty, but like in recent years, all his music has just been this really, really shit trap music. And it's been really Ooh. trying to be like, look at me, I'm so tough, I'm so hard. When the reason people fell in love with him in the first place was songs like One Night and that really kind of upbeat, like, I know I'm goofy, let's just be goofy music. And so yeah. hearing his verse in this was super refreshing. I will say, though, when I saw the track list, I remember seeing Pretty Boy when it first came out as that, you know, it was on YouTube and it was like, not a song. Yeah. I think it kind of should have kept that way. Like, yeah, it, it's it's nice and I like the song. I just wish that he kind of just put it out as like a non-album single. Like, and just sort of had it as like a Lucy. Like, it's it's a good song and I do really like it. Yeah, I just think if you're talking about kind of trimming the album down so it's a bit more concise, I think that'd be one of the first songs I'd be like, yeah, how necessary is this song? Like, I've got nothing negative to say about it. I just don't have that much praise to say about it. Like, it's... it's no, good, I feel like I'm in the same boat, song. yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. Like, it was an enjoyable to listen to, but again, yeah. would I listen to it outside of this album? No. No. <laughs> Not because it's bad. It's just, no, it's, it's just, not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, yeah, it, it definitely has. But also, a, I feel like, I feel like we sound like we've been way too hard on it. It's actually, it's oh, fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's I, like I, quite I, a good song, that. especially in the album. Yeah. And I remember when I was first listening to this album and it came on and I was like, I'm a pretty works. Like, obviously you kind of know the lyrics and then, yeah. there was some, it, you know, there was some added drums and there was that little synth line in the background that was kind of. Buried in the Actually, I'm changing my mind. I like this song quite a bit. I, I, I like this song a lot. I just, you know, like... Maybe... Hold on a second. Let me just... Should we really quickly just skim through it? That's what I'm doing right now. But yeah, his vocal runs are so beautiful. They're so pretty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, nah, change my mind. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan too. I just... <laughs> if this song had came out like two weeks later, or like if the album had been a bit shorter, and then this was on like a deluxe... I think I'd love it a bit more, but I do love it. Yeah, I can get behind the idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm going to say good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. I can, I can imagine putting this on on like a hot summer's day, having a few cans with your boys and just being goofy, being being goofsters, you know? Yeah, just guys being dudes. Just, just dudes being dudes, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, track 12, Normal People featuring Ray Brown. I love this song so much. I wrote down Moody because yeah. that's all I could... I, good, I yeah. yeah you I want yeah you go first you go first. Well, I wrote down Moody, but I also had written down and crossed out sadder, badder, cooler. 
by Toflo because I don't know why, but that song just reminds me of Sad About a Cooler for no reason. That's the only vibe I got from it. I, I blame that on Ray Brown. I put, as my note, would personally have liked to see Once in a While instead. I think that would have had a beautiful little slot on this album. As much as it's an older song, I think it fits the aesthetic of the album a lot more. But yeah, I will never say no to a Joji and Ray Brown song. They yeah. have such nice chemistry. And when, when he came on, there was a part of me that like almost didn't distinguish them, but I could because, you know, like you've been listening I've been listening to both of them a little bit for a while. Like you know, like, you know, it's I like yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> but you like the beat? I like the beat. I like the beat. It's very moody. You're, you're banging on with that. It's very moody. Like, yeah, I feel like that's one one word song review. Moody. moody. Sad about a cooler. Yes. Should we, yeah. Should we just leave it at that? One sentence. Moody. Sad about a cooler. Yeah. I can have summed it up well, actually. I don't know where I got sad about a cooler from. Can you no, listen to but, both those songs? After oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. That like, comes it doesn't make any it. sense. Yeah, that comes down at work every now and then, and I'm like... Why does this song sound like that Joji song? <laughs> like, I don't even think they sound the same. I think I just got the same vibe from it. Yeah. Which doesn't make, again, doesn't make any sense. But, but yeah. some yeah, somehow I, I feel the exact same. All right. Moving on to next big player. Track 13, Afterthought, featuring Benny. I love this song. I did not know that I needed this collar. Oh. This was, again, such such a surprise. When I read the track list and I saw oh. Benny was there, I was like, oh my God, yes. We Dude, stand at Kiwi oh, Lass. Benet has grown on me so much this year. And her on this what song... What do you mean? What? She hasn't put out that many songs this year. Like, Oh, I've just been listening to her again. Okay, good. I was going to say, bro, her old stuff was... Not even old. Her last year's stuff was so good. No, no I'm just saying when, when your ex puts it on the on, on the on the AUX on repeat for 10 drive, drives in a row, you you, 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 get, you find a little stale. But when you don't listen to it for a while and you listen to I'm it back... Pretend you didn't say that. You appreciate how fucking good she is. She is a gem, and I yeah. I love her on this. I love that. I love that she actually sounds a bit more like vulnerable than she does on her usual stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because this is kind of different to her. Oh, music she well. sounds hurt on this, like, yeah. and her vocals are just crisp. And and his like the layering he has with these. Oh man, I love this song. Yeah, because the thing is, it's simple backings, but they've laid it in such a way. Mm. Whereas, like, they're both not backing at the same time. But then when they do, you're like, oh, shit, all right. And I don't know, it just, the backing, the chorus is just so good. Mm. And I feel like that, all of that together literally just elevates it so much. And you go, that, yeah. like, you can see that's a standout song for this album. I will say, I don't know if I'm misreading the, the title or what it is about the song, but f- for me, I think afterthought and and for some reason my mind spirals off to afterglow and I almost associate this song as it kind of sounds like it's almost like it's like off this like you know like figurative like acid trip and like you know you're reflecting on everything that you've experienced which should feel like it's you know it should feel like it's something that you've experienced on acid but you know, it's just life. Like it's, and it's like you like, t- like taking a step back and like realizing like how overwhelming everything is. Like this song, yeah. for some reason, when, when I think of words to describe it, I think overwhelming. Like it's, it, it, it just fills you up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I love this song. It, it's, it's, it's like deep. It's touching. For Both sure. of them yeah. compliment each other so well. I'd love to hear him on one of her songs now. 
Like I would love to. Yeah, I think because he think, he'd do that upbeat shit and he'd be he great would, at it. He'd kill it. Like, and I I love that it wasn't. Like I remember when I first heard the start of it, that that hard hitting little snare pattern or whatever it was. Oh yeah. I yeah. was like, oh okay, here we go. Plot twist of the year so far. Like, because I, I thought when when I messaged you and I was like, brother, this song. I thought yeah. you weren't a massive fan. No, I was just taking it in. I was so okay, shocked. Yeah, because that, like, that was that was still when I was in my. Oh, Ben is a little gem in isn't it. Oh, yeah. okay. Like I was still in that state. I don't and, don't want to pull a Nathan Chinnick, but. I've seen her live, and I'm this jealous. was when I was. This was prior to me blacking out at the music festival. <laughs> it was, um, thankfully, she had a twelve o'clock slot. It was literally she was the best of the day. She was on par with Chiverches. Oh, why'd you say that? Don't say Chiverches. Oh, me and Liam. No, don't say Chiverches. Liam... It's churches. Yeah, I know it's churches, but don't I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm allowed to say Chiverches. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, you, for the audience at home, it is pronounced churches, you, but a yeah. little household joke is calling it Chiverches because it sounds better. No, I'm just this is someone who once had a, a, a shirt that he bought off Teespring when he was 14 with Lauren Mayberry's face on the front. I just, I was one of those people who's like, it's churches! But anyway, that's that's well, That's everybody. Like, you no, know, because if anyone says Chiverches, I'll be like, I'll look at them until they say they're joking. And then if they don't, I'll be like, oh. on that note of Chiverches, Yep. We should do an episode on uh, Which album? Uh, Bones of What You Believe. Uh, I'm going to say no. Oh. I'm going to say Every Open Eye or um, the other one. No, because if we do the other one, then it's going to be slightly negative for me, and I don't want to do that. Every Open Eye. What about Every, every, every Open Eye? Is just, that oh, was, cool. yeah, that was the... I, why are we talking about you? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> hey, you, you, <laughs> no, no, no. Nathan, we're talking about, like, um, like peas. You'll, you'll live. <laughs> no, this is way better. I'm way more excited. Um, ch- churches is so, so good. Um, the first time I ever heard them was um, Leave a Trace. Mm. Um, oh, my God. That is still yeah. one of my favorite Churches songs. So good. Also, coming back to what you said, the first time I heard Love is Dead, I was like, this album is just a step down. I've yeah. re-listened to it since, and it is so good. I need I need to put on my Carly Rae Jepsen fan goggles and, and re-listen to it again and just go full pop with it. And I think I can... If you, I, can I can... Yeah, see, you think it's bad, but then you listen to Graffiti, Get Out, Deliverance, Forever, Miracle, Graves, Heaven, Hell, see, Really yeah. Gone. Oh. I love Miracle. I'll say that. I love Miracle. That is a, no. Do you notice know a surprise hit is Graves because that's yeah, a song nobody I, knows. But yeah, then yeah. I, it's just I love Gra- it. Graves and Miracle, the two songs I ended up taking away from it when I first listened to it. Yeah. What's the anyway? Um, Are we done? We're just done. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Short. Excellent. <laughs> love the good time. Yep. Amazing. All right, track fourteen, Mister Hollywood. I don't know what it is about this. It's just so soothing, and I could listen to it forever. Chef's kiss. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Beats absolutely killed this, the, the instrumental. Um, I remember when he was announcing the track list and the production credits came out and it was Kenny Beats. I was like, Mr. Hollywood, all right, this is going to be like a really goofy, you know, um, almost like West Coast R&B sounding song. Yeah. And then to hear it the way it was, like, yeah. This, this to me feels like everything I wanted a studio album from Joji to sound like when um, Chloe Burbank Volume One first came out, or the, the yeah. new songs off that. Like I remember hearing that sound from back then. I remember In Tongues coming out, and it was slightly different. And you know, I went through that butthurt phase where I was like, "No, you're not sounding like Joji anymore." And then 
hearing this song to me really is just this massive full circle moment. Right. Like he's just perfectly bridged together everything you kind of expected from him from his old stuff and everything he's been gearing towards. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I love Miss Hollywood. I want to hear your thoughts. I, yeah, it's just, it's so good. And it was one of the ones I think I skipped over on first listen. Um, yeah, okay. But then, and also some of the lyrics to this aren't the most advanced. No. Um, no. In saying that, <laughs> I did write down, there's, um, start of the first verse, he says, I just want to lay right by your side. We don't got to love each other right. We just got to make it through the night. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It sounds like a love Disney that. song. A bit. Huh? It, it, it's, it does kind of sound like some Disney song lyrics, but. But I don't point. mind. Like, no, those point. lyrics, I, the lyrics I read, I'm, I'm, I love. I love. And I don't know if it's because it sounds so catchy when he sings them. No, and that's the thing. Like, you think about how poorly written some of those Disney songs were. And then you think about it again, and you know, for I reckon the past fourteen years, hey now, hey now, this is what dreams and like that's been stuck in my head yeah. like a lot of my life. So if you yeah. want to dumb it down to make it catchy, do it. Like I'm not, I'm not opposed to it if you don't do it for every song. Yeah, and I think this is maybe one of maybe three that yeah. happens on this album, and that's three out of eighteen is very good. That's very good, yeah. like number wise. But yeah, overall, I really like it. Oh, and okay, the outro. Oh yeah, that outro. That is oh. everything. Bro, I, I want I want to hear a song with him just doing nightcore vocals. Let's be honest. <laughs> that, 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 that was yeah. That was that was that's a beautiful outro. All right, uh, four songs left. Track fifteen, seven, seven, seven. I'm just thinking. I have nothing positive to say about this song at all. Do you want me to go quickly pee while you talk about this song if you like it? This is disagreement number three. Okay, I'm gonna go really quickly. I'm gonna go for a for a bathroom break, and you can you can talk about everything lovely about this song, and I will be back. Surely you'd like to hear, so you can rebuttal. <sighs> go on. I think that this is one of the most underrated songs on the album. Personally, I think it's it's got such a vibe, and like I can understand why people don't like it, but to me, I don't know. The chorus is just so good. Let me talk it back on real quick. I just think, I don't know. Like, I literally have no idea what it is, but it's just such a catchy song. <sighs> Actually, no, I do know. It's the synth. It's the excess of synth. Yeah. And it, it's like, this is some, 80, uh, some 80s teen, like, teen rom-com music vibes. That's what it is. But he could have done it so much better. That's, I'm sorry. I cannot forgive that first little chunk of the song. I don't like strings. No, no. It t- like, shut up. Like, so yeah, but like, like when I say I like weekend. it, I'm not talking about that part of the song. Yeah, am it's I? Like, like, he's trying to make himself out to be this, like the weekend bad boy. Like, I don't need strings. Like, I'll fuck you over. Like, I'm going to ruin your life and your night. Like, oh, I don't know. I, right now, I need you to right now <laughs> to go and listen to the chorus. I am listening to it right it's now. My way, my way, even if it is, it's that, no. I'm listening to it right now. I, I'm, it's this, so good. This song, like, uh, I don't know. It's like, have you ever? It's it, this song is like the 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 musical equivalent of like a semi chub. Like it wants, fuck it wants, off. It wants no, to fuck you for no, some, no, it, no. No, it wants to go full boner, but I can't. It doesn't know how to get all the way up. Like it just the start is just like it's it's like it's like it's like he's 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 taken. 
like it's it's like he's got erectile dysfunction and then the chorus comes in and he's taken viagra like it's I, I don't know. It just like the chorus is great. It would be lovely to hear that done properly, but I just don't like this song. Ring, 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 ring. Ugh. All right. Okay. Well, I suppose I we can like, move on because we're like clearly not going to agree. No, 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 no. I can. Like, the other I'm thing, gonna... I, I'm not saying it's a great song. I just am saying it's underrated, and I really like the chorus. Yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah, I can 100 percent see where you're coming from. Like, I, I think the chorus. You might even say that I like the beat. Yeah. Yeah, 100. percent I like the beat too. I just. Like, I don't know, there's just parts in this song that make it unlistenable to me. But I can appreciate that if you can sit through and get to the chorus, it's got a massive payoff. It's kind of like if um, Love It If We Made It was shit during the verses. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how the, you know how the chorus... I'm, I'm not, actually, no, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take that comparison. <laughs> okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Like, I don't mind if you don't like it. I just don't think that's a very good comparison. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think we'll just move on. <laughs> 777, you had potential. I'll give you a good 6 out of 10. How about that's that? such a good score. Okay, sorry, 5. 5? Five? Okay. 5. 5's, okay. I think 5's good. It's not okay, bad, but it's not good. All right. Uh, track 16, Reanimator. Is this going to be disagreement number 4? You go first, then. I really like this song. Okay. Um, I really like that um, he had... Now, we had a chat about this. If anyone in the comments wants to say that I'm racially insensitive for getting this name wrong, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I think it's your vest humor. I'm going to go with that because it sounds better than humor. Um, I His really like... Sean. Just call him Sean. Sean? Why would he pick yeah. that stage name? Okay, Sean. Joji featuring Sean Reanimator. Um yeah. <laughs> I really like that um, he had him more on as a as a production feature than a vocalist. I yeah. like I like the contributions too, but I like that it kind of feels like he's dipping into his territory of music. And I feel like for the song that comes after it, <laughs> it is such a it's almost like this really slow building interlude. Um, okay. It kind of reminds me of. In, in some ways, like speaking of your first episode, um, what's the one that comes before What Should I Say Off Notes? I have no idea. Um, let me, hang on. Let me pull it up because I feel like this is a very good analogy and it's the one I've been going with for the past while. Um, what, what was the song? Having No Head. Oh, I didn't like that. Yeah, see, I, I really liked Having No Head. Like, I'm a sucker for a really good instrumental-focused song. Yeah. Like. Okay. And then I remember when I first listened to the album, the song came on and then it kind of came and went. And I think if there hadn't have been the song that comes after it, after it, I think I'd be on the, in the situation where a lot of people are, where they, they kind of agree to disagree about this song. But to me, I think it perfectly builds up for the song that comes after it. And I love the contributions from Yves Timor or Sean. Sorry, Sean. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like yeah, the production was okay. The yeah. it is half instrumental, and I feel like it could have just been, as you said, like an instrumental interlude. Perhaps it's fine. Like it's nothing bad with it. It's just yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right, moving on to another big player, track seventeen, like you do, bruh. Moment of silence. Chills. Oh man. This, this is a massive hurts. step up for Joji. This song really fucking hurts. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you if you have any baggage in your life right now, don't listen to this song. Like, just just don't don't listen to this song. Like, it, it's just it it just hurts in a really good way. Yeah, well, I don't know how he's managed to like oh. combine a love song with despair so well. But and it's so it's so accurate. Like, if you've ever felt like love, love, and then you don't have it, like. You think about it, and it's like nothing's ever gonna feel the same. Like, and that to me, like if if that feeling was a song, it's this. Like, yeah. And I love, I love. I remember I was I was looking through Twitter, and I was I was seeing people being like, oh, like I was listening to this song with like my girlfriend, and like she paused and like hugged me, and I was crying when I was, when I was reading that, and I was like, I love that this song can, you know be such a positive thing but then it also has that that sense of despair with it like no matter what kind of situation you're in if you've had those kind of real life experiences this song is just gonna it's just gonna tick all the boxes like for sure yeah oh yeah you go on um yeah no i just it's just so good i'm just it's kind of like um i don't know he find it's it's joji finally getting the love that he deserved throughout the entire ballads one period and yeah. the nectar period and it's just like you can the, the passion's there and i don't know it's just such a, you're gonna need to listen to it it's kind of one of those songs yeah. that everyone would describe this in a different way if you listen to it you'll know what you feel and then that's and that's what i love about it like there's so many ways you can interpret the song but all of them feel right like it doesn't feel like someone would be like this is my interpretation of the song or this is what this song means to me and you'd be like no like any i feel like anything can be relevant to this song like it's just it's so emotive man like yeah i remember someone saying it was like you know it fell flat and like it could have gone for this this and this and i was like you're joking like this song knows exactly what it needs to be it knows exactly where it is in the album yeah yeah i i have so much praise for this song and nothing negative to say about it and i will say this is 100 percent this album's slow dancing in the dark yeah, and I love sure. that when you look at the track listings, they're at like polar opposites of each other. Like, yeah. slow dancing obviously fit that album being at that part, and this 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 just absolutely hits a nail on the head by being where it is on this album. Like, if yeah. you didn't know at home, this is uh, this is what denim cry wanks to every night. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just I, such a good song. Like, you know who you are. I still think about. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, before, uh, I, before I start crying on the on the mic, um, we better move off. <laughs> um, last track, track eighteen, your man. This is such a catchy way yeah. to end the album. And I, it kind of gets you in the mood to re-listen to it. Yeah, somehow. I I was looking through my Spotify top played songs. This has actually been my top played song for the past four weeks. Oh, there you go. It's on one of my playlists, so that's that's a big thing. We're talking about playlist songs and album songs. This has been a playlist song for if any of the time. if any song from any album makes a playlist, it's a good time. Yeah. Usually, I think if you've got an, a playlist about being in love, this has every right to be on that. Yeah. For um, sure. If you like Daft Punk, you're gonna like this song. If you like. Belinda Carlisle. I know that's a weird thing to throw out. It just, in what world would you... I mean, you're not wrong, but in what am I, world am I wrong? did you think of Belinda Carlisle? No, so you're I, not wrong. I love Belinda Carlisle. Whenever I'm feeling fruity and in love, I chuck her on and I'll chuck did this I tell on. you, 
Did I tell you I got her vinyl for free from a record store? Oh, you're a dog. <sighs> I love her. It's so good. Linda so Carla, if you're reading this, I want I want you to adopt me and then fall in love with me. I know that's Why weird. Why you reading that's this funny. podcast? I don't know. High hopes. You might listen to it, but even then I doubt it. Linda, I love you. <laughs> anyway, I love this. Do you have any middle-aged white woman on yeah, here? Yeah, no, not wrong. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cougar hunter. Right in. Let us know what you think, you know? I'm gonna stop. Um, I love this song. I love this song. It, it's, it's. I just wrote love this so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very interesting outro, but I feel like considering this album in a lot of ways does feel like a roller coaster through the emotions you have with love and such. I feel like yeah. it, it just hits that perfect, and I I like hearing the album end with a positive note instead of I'll see you in forty, which was very negative. Suggesting, oh, yeah. like, and I think even the the outro of it is so good, where they just cut the music and he's just like, "I'll be, oh, yeah, man. like, and, oof, yep, done." And the, start again, start again. Yeah, the robotic sound, like, I, it's 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 perfect. I remember when That's I so first, good. I remember when I first heard that, I was like, you know, it was it was it was interesting, like, especially considering you know the album had proved he was such a amazing singer. To have yeah. him end it with such a filtered through, you know, set of effects and such, like that was a bit odd to me, but it's it's perfect. Legit. Like I mean <clears throat> I can't think of any other song off this album that would have been a better like finish. Yeah. Cause I feel like it any so perfectly. I feel like any other song, like I'm looking through the track list, I feel like any other song really kind of would have made the track list feel a bit jarring. Whereas you know, if I was to yeah. if I was to reorganize the track list, there's no way in hell I'd move this other than no. the end. Like, it, it feels like an epilogue in, in a lot of ways. Like it feels like it feels like the credits almost. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels like yeah, it feels like the credit scene for like a really amazing movie. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well that is Nectar by Joji. Um, this album is just so cohesive mm. and it just. Like there's a lot of albums you listen to where it's like an artist has clearly just said, "Oh, these are all my these are my top four or five like best singles." I'm gonna add some other songs in there, and they don't even take like the care to go through and place them in order or anything. Yeah, that, that's like my number one gripe with albums, and I'm just glad that there's people like Joji, among many many others, who just take the time and effort to place songs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, know, um, I know. I know. Me and you have talked about this. When you contrast this compared to Ballads One, the cohesion is just like it's it's yeah. night and day. Like literally, this is. I remember this was one of the first things because yeah, you'd listen to it at midnight or something whenever it came out. And yeah, when I woke up in the morning. I was kind of like, you messaged me and you're like I've listened to it, and I said, don't tell me anything. Yeah. And the only thing you sent me, you're like, I'm not going to say anything, but cohesion. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, because Ballads One, there are some great songs on there, but it is not an album. It is two separate EPs. It feels like a playlist almost. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Um, but this is just so cohesive, and I think that really adds to the power of it. I suppose. Yeah, hundred percent. And I like that there's a very clear start and end to it. Like, yeah, like it feels. It does feel like a story of like one relationship, as opposed to just being like a collection of songs about like girls that have fucked you over or anything like that like yeah 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 nice all right well um i reckon we'll go our top five and then we'll go through a few ratings yep so starting number five what's your five uh mr hollywood yep love it 
Um, Mr. Hollywood, um, it's, it's, you know, I don't think it has any right being my number one song. I think it knows that. Like, I don't think it's yeah. trying to be like your favorite Joji song. Um, I just think it's like the, the quintessential Joji song. If you've been listening to him, you know, since yeah. like the early days, like it, as I, as I was saying before, like it very much feels like it ties together, like the original ideas he sort of had for the, the Joji project yeah. and, and where he sort of brought it to now. For sure. Uh, yeah, I love yeah, Mr. Hollywood number five, hundred percent. Mr. Hollywood's so good, but I had that as number six. Mm-hmm. Um my top five, I know my number one will be controversial for you, but that's fair. Top five, I feel bad putting it this low, but number five I've got ooh. Okay. Yeah. Like it was such a good song. Great. I think this is this is by far like one of the best openers of any twenty twenty album. Yeah. Ticked all the boxes for me. Yep. What's your number four? Before I get to my number four. Uh oh. Yep. My it was number, my, number, my number six. Huh, there you go. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So don't feel bad about putting it at number five. It, it it nearly cracked the top five, but it's an opener. Like I, I feel weird putting openers as for some reason. Yeah. Like I love attention, for example, but I wouldn't put that in my top five of ballads. Yeah, okay. Um anyway, my number I feel four, like our next three or at least three of these songs will be interchangeable for all of us. Uh no. Oh <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay, number four for me was your man. Yep. Okay. Um, I love your man. It's it's a as I, as I you know I feel like we've just been talking about it, so there's no point in me saying everything I said again. But it's a perfect ender. Um, I love that it feels like movie credits. Like I love that it sort of adds to the cinematic value of the album. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Number four, your man. Fair enough. Um, going back to what you just said about attention, I just re-listened to it. Um, that is definitely in the top five of that album. What do you? Yeah, want actually, to yeah. Now that I say like, it. Um, Ill and Attention are definitely two, yeah, apples and oranges. Literally, like, I didn't realize, I just listened to it then. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're very similar, but absolutely not at all. Nah, yeah. Now that I think about it, Attention might actually be, my, like, my number, like, three. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, my number four is Afterthought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love Me Some Benny. I think the collab was just so perfect. I'm just a massive fan. The way they, the way he says diamonds, oof, yeah, that's a good yeah. time. <laughs> What's your number three? Now, I had, I had, the, I had one here as number three, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm almost tempted to swap my number seven and three. I know that sounds weird. That is an odd choice. Yeah. My original number three was TikTok. Oh. Yeah, put that at number seven. What the fuck? Yeah, it was number three just because, like, I don't know, it it it, it hit in a way that a Joji song hasn't hit like since like twenty seventeen. I don't, don't ask yeah. me why that is. Like for me, like you know, songs like Slow Dancing in the Dark are amazing, but to me, I feel like I always considered them like amazing songs. Whereas this, I always for some reason I just considered to this just just be like this amazing Joji song. But okay, I'm now so putting that number seven I'm now number putting three. that to number seven, and I'm actually bringing Afterthought to number three. The fact that you had the audacity to put <laughs> Afterthought at number seven, poor brother. Yeah, no. but no, yeah, number three has to be Afterthought. I was re-listening to it just before when we were talking about it, and yeah, the chemistry there is just unmatched. Like, yeah, it's just so good, and it shouldn't like. I it think should be another good. thing is another part of it is I think the as you said, like the song. 
you can just hear how vulnerable they both are. Yeah. I feel like that really speaks to the writing and the production of the actual... It, it, it feels like a confession almost, like... Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so number three, easily afterthought. Cool. I have a number two and number three interchangeable, but I think for number three, I'm going to go like you do. Okay. Yeah, I know you've got it high up, but... Yeah, yeah. I, all right. Um, it's just like, yeah, we just went over it. It's just perfect. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. What's your number two? Run. Nice. I love Run. Um, I think it would probably be a contender for my number one if the album had come out when it was supposed to. Um, But to me, I feel like Run and Nectar as a whole came out at two very separate times in my life. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I love everything about Run. I have nothing negative to say about it. The guitar is what the song needed to not get stale. No, I won't say stale, but to not get um, formulaic. It just changes it up so much. It yeah. does, yeah. And his vocals on the chorus, like hearing him hit those high notes after hearing him do such a low register for a lot of his past music. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like I remember hearing that little like, yeah, in Sanctuary before the chorus. And then yeah. to hear him almost carry that pitch for an entire chorus is just beautiful. Like I... Yeah, it's not. Nice. Yeah, run number two, easy. Yeah. I've also got Runners number two. I think okay. it is. I agree with everything you just said. It is just so, so good. Immaculate song. Yeah. Um, as you said, the guitar really just drives it home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't have uh, the same like listening experience as you, obviously. Because, um, yeah, the only thing that changed between when Run was released and when Nectar was released was COVID got more intense and I stopped working. So yeah. Okay. Like nothing in my personal life has changed since then. It's been yeah. very, Oh, well, like not in the music kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, like, yeah, I just don't know. I feel like it's just such a great song. Yeah. One of his best on the album. Mm. All right. You're number one. I feel like you know what it is. I do know what it is. And I feel like it's not always going to be this. I feel like from from where I listen to it now and where I've been listening to it in the current listening experience, I can safely say as of the 19th to the 10th, 2020, my favorite song off Nectar is Like You Do. Yep. Understandable. I I think Like You Do hits me the way that Slow Dancing in the Dark hits you. Yeah, I feel like it does because you've been, you've said quite a lot about like you do over the last couple of weeks. And I yeah. just thought this is exactly how I sound to everybody when I talk about slow dancing. I, yeah, it, it like, I remember first hearing it and hearing that low registry that I'd kind of grown to love off attention at the start. And then the chorus just hit the way that, you know, slow dancing hit when I first heard that. And then yeah. that last part where it's like, I don't want to seem foolish when I'm jumping into this year all that I see. I don't know why, but that little section just like it, it just, it filled me up. Like it, yeah. Like you know, is, yeah, my number one. Nice. And you're number one? Yeah, you're going to hate me for this, but I just, I can't give it to anything else. I have to give number one to Sanctuary. Fair. Fair. Like, this song, Fair. I think, and I think the, um, a lot of the reason for that is purely because it came out in June last year, mm. almost like 10 months before any other music dropped yep. from him. 
like I've listened to it for so long. It's been yep. on like so many playlists. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It speaks very much again, like, like you do did for you. I think it's very yep. much of the time for me. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Love that. And I think, I, yeah, as I said earlier, like the production quality is just so perfect. Yes. It just yep. carries it through as like a, like it'll never get stale. I don't think. Yeah. As much as as much as there are songs that I think I like more from him than than Sanctuary, I will say I think that has some of his best production so far. For sure, yeah. And as much as I love a lot of songs off ballads, as much as I love a lot of his stuff before that, I think Sanctuary just smashes everything out of the park in terms of like individual song quality, like in terms of like oh, actual sure, yeah. like song construction quality. Like, yeah, fair. No, I I respect that big time. Yeah, I think we've both got very much like I think our top fives very much define us as people, unfortunately. But, but uh, yeah, but I think our top our top ten would be no, not top ten. I reckon like our top eight would have a lot of similarities. Yeah, apart from um, TikTok, I think they'd be effectively the same. <laughs> that would even that would even make that would even make top fifteen, would it? <laughs> wouldn't make top seventeen. <laughs> oh man, ow. no, I don't know. I just prefer not to listen to it to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, it's such a cohesive, great album. Um, so I've looked into some of the um, quote-unquote professional reviews of this. Um, okay. I'm going to read these in order of my favorite review or ratings to my least favorite slash don't understand ratings. Um, so Sydney Morning Herald gave this 80. Okay. Uh, Northern Transmissions gave this 65. Mm-hmm. Slant gave it 2.5 out of 5. Yeah. Now, I don't know who um, runs Slant or is in charge of the reviewing. But you got to fire that fuck? boy. Like, brother, that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, um, what is your rating for the album? Have you, out of 10? Um, look, I think I went through that Joji fanboy stage when I first listened to it, where I would have said 10. Yep. Um, upon listening to it and... I have a. T- I know you know this. I have a tendency to sort of customize albums in like iTunes and sort of yeah, fool yeah, around yeah. with them a bit. Um, a good I hobby. The album as it is, I would give it a eight point five. Yeah, pushing it's a, a very respectable. Yeah. Um, I think. Do you want me to quickly list off sort of my reason? Yeah, go for it. Um, my negatives about it is. I think there are some songs that don't weigh down the album, but prevent it from being I f- what I feel like would be like the quintessential Joji album. Yeah. Um, there are songs that I think are good, like 777, but just don't need to be on there. Um, I think some of the, inter- the they're not interludes, should have been interludes. Um, yeah. I just think the overall length of the album could have gone for a bit of trimming. And as I mentioned earlier, I think Gimme Love could have been placed a bit different. Um, but, I mean, as I was mentioning before, my idea behind the overall idea behind the album is he's dealing with the fame from Ballads 1, struggling with that, you know, and he's and he's trying to deal with tackling this newfound fam- like fame, but also trying to stay devoted to the person that he loves the most. And I think that's why it ends on such a positive note is that he's found how to do it. And I think nothing yeah. in the album actually gets in the way of that theme. And I think nothing actually yeah, sure. prevents it from carrying out what I think the album was supposed to do. 
I just think it's not a, it's not a perfect album, but it's an amazing album. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah, um, I've given it. This was really like tough because I was like I couldn't toss up eight or eight point five, but I think I'm gonna lock in an eight. Okay. Oh, go eight point five. I do this every time. I'll write something down and then I'll be like, <laughs> you know, what? I'll say it out loud and then it's a no. Yeah, I'm just thinking compared to like the last three albums I rated. Um, or last two albums, which was... What did you give notes? I, th- oh, I did it out of five, but I'm out of 10, I think it would have been like a, uh, 6.5, seven. Yeah. Put it this way. If we're doing it out of five, I give it four out of five. Yeah, no, I think I'm on the same. I'm going to lock in eight out of 10, I think. Yeah. Because there are some real highs, like the top five we listed. Yeah. There's a few that really should be interludes because um, mm-hmm. Joji did specialize in interludes, especially on... 100%. Worldstar. Um, it's one of his most well-known World songs. Star, oh, that is... Worldstar is so good. It is you see that three rounds on TikTok now? Yeah, that's how I like... Um, yeah. I saw it and I was like, that's... I know that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio when he's pointing at the TV. So yeah. I thought when I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I, I reckon eight, 8 to an 8.5 for me, easily. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just like this is by far his most cohesive best work. Yes, yes, um, yeah. Not necessarily like if you were to make a list of top ten Joji songs, I think this album would have at least three or four. Hundred percent, yeah. Because um, like obviously there's slow dancing and uh, wanted you or attention or something like that, which I think should also be on those lists. Yep, rightfully so. But yeah, this has quite a lot of good content, and I'm a big yep. fan. I would say some of my most favorite Joji songs are on here and not as many of my least favorites are on here compared to ballads. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's Nectar. For, yeah. Also great name. About this. Yeah. What do you, yeah. what do you think is the reason behind Nectar? Um, I think it was a um, marketing slash merchandising decision so that they could sell Joji branded honey, and and Joji spoon, and a Joji spoon that says yeah. Nectar. Do you think? Do you think it was originally called Ballads too? I did think about that because I think if you cut this down to a twelve track album, you could have called it Ballads too. Yeah, yeah, I um, felt the exact same. Yeah, and I reckon that's where it started until he kind of was like, oh, actually, like he might come back to Ballads too, but yeah, I hope he doesn't. Um, I, I don't I, know, because I feel like um, if we've seen the progression, like Ballad's one was great. Mm. Nectar was amazing. I think if he works on how to make or create like a fully fleshed out yeah. album, he's done cohesive. He's done that now. Yeah. I think if he can manage to pull off Ballad's 2 without, he's like he's learnt the errors from Ballad's 1. Yeah. And I think if he can make sort of Dancing 2.0, he's oh. got a masterpiece on his hands. I think you could almost debate that like you do is. I think that is uh, Slow Dancing's, like, same family. Like a sister song. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that, yeah. I don't think it's, they've clearly got very different meanings. It's almost like the more matured version of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. I would love to see Joji go full in his Michael Jackson thriller bag and just come out with an album that no one could say anything negative about. I want to, I want him goals. I, I just want the Michael Jackson Association. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like those kind of albums where it's like, you know, there's nothing negative you can say about some of those songs. And I feel like that's the reason, that's my only 
qualm about yeah. this album is that you know you do some very slight adjustments to it, and you've got this beautiful, like perfect near album. Yeah. Whereas I feel right, like we can issue we can issue that challenge to Joji for 2022. 20, yeah. Can you please. Yeah. Or 2022, 2023. Can you please create um, your interpretation of rumors? Yes. Um, thank you. While you're at it, Joji, just do a fucking rumors cover album. Like, I'd love to see. I'd love to hear that. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear. No, I don't want to hear Joji singing Fleetwood Mac. No. Yeah. Why would you say that? No. Yeah, no that's 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 uh, treason. Treason. <laughs> it is. Don't. No. Yeah. I. I. The hits on this hit hard. The misses yeah. don't hit anywhere near as bad as they did on Ballads One. And that is an improvement. And I'll that take is a it. Huge improvement. And Joji, you 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 done did good. Josh Dan, good time. Um, yeah, so give Nectar a listen. Highly recommended. This is, I think, the highest rated album on this podcast so far. Um, it's beaten out Taylor Swift Lover. It's beaten out Notes <laughs> on a Conditional Form by the 1975. Um, rightfully so, I would say. Um, but yeah, give it a listen. Top tracks include uh, Run Like You Do, Afterthought. Um, Great yeah, and if you haven't heard Slow Dancing in the Dark or Attention or World Star Money Interlude, give those a listen as well. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, Denim. Hope you had hey. a great time discussing the Joge Monster. Thank you for having me. It's been beautiful being on the Music Bleachers. Oh, thank you very much. I'm sure you'll be back on it very shortly. I better be. Nah. Free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank, yeah, thanks for discussing Nectar. Um, we'll hey, see everyone right. next time. Catch up. Justice for TikTok. <laughs> no, fuck TikTok, dude. <laughs>